Your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. Go! Congratulations! Here's what I've learned. The best of the best have got the following. selling, going, going. God, so congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next six months. Hey guys and girls, Sunday Night Rant. I want to start off with and talk about something that happened uh, many years ago when I was looking for a, a school for my daughter. And the school that was nearby was called Yo Park. And I went in to speak to the principal at the school just to find out what the deal was and starting dates and what have you. Um, and it was really weird because this school did not have a fence. So anyone that knows Yo Park School, it's sort of on the border of Summer Hill and Helston Park on Canterbury Road. She didn't end up going to that school, but um, that conversation was really interesting because the principal said to me when I asked them about the fact that it had no fence around it. So picture it, there's a school and it's just on this park and the park is massive, but there's actually no fence. So kids that are, you know, four, five, six years of age, they can quite easily just leave the school. And I said to the principal, I said, there's actually no fence around the school. I said, I'm just, how does it all work? I mean, do kids ever sort of run away and have you lost any kids and he said to me tom in 30 years we've never had one issue he said tom there's this invisible circle around the school and there's like a tree there and there's another tree over there and they're the invisible border perimeter and I remember hopping into my car and thinking to myself, even at a young age, the conditioning process about a belief system is set. So there was no actual physical fence, but there was a mental barrier. And this is a really important concept to understand because it's the metaphor to self-limiting beliefs. And I want you to visualize the experiment they've done with flies, where they put a fly in a jar and the fly tries to get out of the jar when the lid's on and it attempts it and it keeps hitting it, hitting the lid, trying to get out. And it uses all its energy to get out and it tries and it tries. And after a while, it slowly begins to accept it can't get out. And it sort of says, you know, that's it. I'm locked, I'll never get out. And it stops trying. And then when the lid is taken off, the fly doesn't even attempt to get out because it's accepted that that's the deal with its life. And I want you today, as I'm talking to you, to start doing a bit of a self audit. How many beliefs have you got that are outdated? They've expired like milk and bread. They have expiry dates. They once served a purpose maybe like they did at Yo Park Public School but there comes a time where they no longer serve a purpose. And I know that the most people that I work with in business and in life is that they're a lot better than what they think they are. But what actually happens is this, that when they're young, they've got these dreams and aspirations of achieving incredible heights, dreams of great jobs, dreams of achieving incredible success in what the field 
that they want to pursue. But what actually happens is somewhere along the line, they start to play it safe and they sell themselves short and they start to sort of say, hey, look, this ain't ideal, but I'll just accept it because it's better than nothing. And before you know it, this young girl or guy who had, you know, that that eye of ambition when they were 13 and 14, they had, they, they had a, a sort of glisten in their eye that slowly as they get into their mid-20s and late-20s and early 30s, they sort of accept that, you know what, let's not go for too much because I don't want to risk this, I don't want to risk that. And I have to tell you that think big, think big. I said it in one of our other videos, have you not accepted the odds are irresistible 100% you're going to die. And I want you to think about this in your last minute, in your last hour, in that final second at your deathbed when you're 70 or 80 or 90 and you're sitting there, are you going to meditate on the fact that you live big or are you going to say to yourself, you wish you played harder? Are you gonna have a life of regret or are you gonna say, you know what? Life was not a dress rehearsal. I played big, I gave it my best and what I'm saying, you got the opportunity to make that choice now reverse engineer your life and pretend it's that last moments of your life. How do you want to be thinking about your life? So self-limiting beliefs. You're better than what you think you are. The second thing I want to tell you about is fear. I want to talk to you about fear. Robin Sharma says it beautifully. He says it a lot more eloquently than I can say it that what you resist will persist, what you'll befriend, you'll transcend. Face your fears, run to them head on, because if you don't, fear will control you. And what I've noticed is that the minute you confront something, you no longer have it control you, because you have what I call paralysis by being scared of things. I want also to tell you about, I was having dinner with someone about a week ago and there we were at the dinner table and he pointed out someone in the restaurant that was about 10 meters away. And he said to me, Tom, did you see that guy over there? And I looked and he said, that guy there is worth a hundred mil. He said, Tom, that guy there owns commercial property in Sydney he owns commercial property in Queensland. He's done developments here. He's done developments there. He's got a shareholding in this company and a shareholding in that company. And that guy there, he said, mate, he is growing and he's doing this and he's doing that. And I just looked at this guy after about two minutes. And I said, listen, I said, he's doing incredibly well. And he sounds very ambitious. But there's one thing that that guy over there hasn't got that I've got. And my mate looked at me and he said, what's that? I said, enough. And I want you to focus. How much money do you actually think you need?
So the research is really clear on money and happiness. It basically says that if you've got nothing and you're dead broke, you are going to be unhappier than the median population. You won't live where you want to live and you won't have the basic necessities at a level that are going to make you happy. But once you get to that level, and it changes, depends on the country, but the numbers that they've talked about in research is somewhere between seventy dollars and $100,000. Once you get to that level, your happiness doesn't go up exponentially with every $10,000 extra you're getting. So what we clearly know is that you need an amount of money for basic needs. But after that, your happiness is far more dependent on internal things and not external things. So I have to say to you that, think about it. Where you are right now, you've probably had some difficult times, hard times, but can I say to you, think about it. You've overcome 100% of your darkest days. You're already a winner. The next thing I want to tell you is this. Start focusing on what you've got and don't focus on what you haven't. Because the minute you focus on what you got, you begin to realize that you're just doing fucking fine. The truth is, you're a miracle. The chances of conception and you arriving on this planet was very slim and you made it. So one of the things I notice about successful people that sometimes are unhappy, they suffer from this thing that I call the gap. And the gap is this, that they're constantly sitting here and they're constantly thinking that they should be here. So they've got this total discontent between the present and the future. And while some people will say that that can actually be inspiring because that means that you're motivated to get there. I also see that these people are always striving, 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 but never arriving. Because instead of looking back and saying, shit, look at how far I've come so far, they're constantly just looking forward and looking how short they are to where they want to be. The truth of the matter is, is this. If you're going to have a mindset to constantly have the gap between where you are and where you can be, you're going to fucking lose that game. And I'll tell you why. Because there's always someone smarter, richer, faster, funnier, better looking than what you are. You cannot win that game. So I start saying, just look around at everything that you've got going for you. And the minute you do that, all of a sudden, magic happens in your life. You attract more of what you've got. It's called the law of attraction. I want to touch on also the fact that a lot of people, like where you are right now, I want you to think about this. You're exactly where you are right now because of every choice and action you've made. Remember this, you've got total control of the choices you make, but you don't have control of the results of the choices you make. 
things get better by choice, not by chance. No one's going to come to the rescue. Remember that. You have to save yourself. Finally, I want to talk to you about probably the most important learning of my whole life. This is my most important learning. And it happened in 2006 when I got diagnosed with cancer. And it was learning about the placebo effect. So um, the placebo effect is really interesting because it teaches us that the placebo effect teaches us that what you think of affects your body. So any drug that's on a clinical trial has what they call a double blind study. And what they actually do is don't tell people whether they're on the clinical trial drug or not. And the reason why scientists don't do that is that they know if they tell someone they're on the drug that these people will automatically think that they'll get better. And what actually happens is because they think that, it actually affects their biochemistry in their body. So what we clearly know is this, that the way you think affects the D and A in your body. This is a very big learning. So this is not fuzzy bullshit. This is scientific. I want people to Google placebo effect and understand that the way you think actually affects the chemistry of your body. And why this is so important is that if you think a certain way and it affects the chemistry of your body, what can it actually do in other areas of your life? Like I have to tell you, thinking optimistic and positive there is not a thing that I can't think you'll do better by having a positive, positive, optimistic approach. Let's go through a few things. Playing tennis, first serve. If you think it's going to go in, improve probability. Um, doing a presentation. If you're nervous as shit and you're scared and you're saying to yourself, I'm going to fuck this up, you have a higher probability of fucking it up versus someone that's confident. So, you know, like young people that are out in, on the dating scene, if you're out at a club, pub, what have you, I have to tell you, the person that approaches another person and being confident that they're going to get a positive response will get a positive response versus the person that is nervous, scared and worried who actually probably doesn't even attempt it. So that's one of the other things that we know is that when you're confident, you actually try more. So what I have to say to you is this, the best decision of your life is to make the decision that the way that you're going to view the world is one of abundance, not one of scarcity. I want you to start looking at your life as possibility, not probability. I want you to think big versus think small because the way you think highly impacts the way that you perceive your, the world. And I've got to tell you that one of the biggest decisions that you're ever going to make is how you choose to look at the world. Do you see the world as an incredible opportunity for you to play big and add value and succeed and benefit and attract things? Or do you see the world as a place that's fucked up and everyone wants to screw each other over? This is one of the biggest decisions you're going to make. How do you see the world? And as Dr. Wayne Dyer says, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. My final comment to you on this Sunday night as we come up to spring in about two to three weeks, it's my favorite time of the year, is this. The biggest step you'll ever make is your first step. 
I want you to think about this. 80% of winning is beginning. And even the smallest step in the right direction ends up becoming the biggest step in your life. I hope you take that one this week. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday Night Rant every week at 8.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million-dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next